full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The full court press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on a Tuesday. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for being here. We'd love to hear from you as well. 435-339-0321 to join us on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, a lot of different things to get through today. Stat that blew our minds. A player of the week that will be designated. Uh, Major League Baseball only has a few games left of the regular season. Your Cubs making the playoffs? And why did you have to ask that? I just, I'm curious. Why are you bring I, that up? I, I haven't caught up yet. I just wonder if your Cubs are making the playoffs. It's a simple question. Can I have my head back? No. No, they're not making the playoffs. Or no, I can't have my head back. Correct. So, well, like, where did it go wrong? I mean, was it when they traded Javi Baez, or was it when they traded Chris Bryant, or was it when they traded Rizzo? Who, by the way, all three of them are killing it for their other team. The Mets, the Giants, and the Yankees, respectively. What the fetch were you guys thinking? Like, how dumb could you be as, as an organization? So, there's reports today also that... Uh, I'm moving off this topic. It's not going no, we, we're talking baseball, uh, dude. The, uh, Everybody wants to talk about baseball. The American Athletic is uh, is apparently moving closer to adding Colorado State and Air Force... To their ranks, uh, something could be happening as early as next week. There's a CBS report uh, today um, so uh, by Matt uh, Norlander. Uh, so we'll get into some of his comments and some of the reactions to that. Uh, we, you know, we heard this report a couple of weeks ago that they were looking at the Mountain West. We talked to uh, Mark Ziegler from uh, San Diego. That was good stuff. And uh, he, he said from he his perspective, it, huh? yeah, just from <laughs> what he was seeing and uh, just comments from the commissioner and other things that he was hearing, it looked like Boise State and San Diego State would just stay put with the hopes of something bigger and grander in the works down the line. But it would be very possible that Colorado State and Air Force could be leaving. And it appears more and more to be the case. Yeah. And with Matt Norlander's report today, uh, and I'm going to quote here, a source from the Mountain West told CBS, the biggest problem right now is no one has any faith in Craig Thompson as commissioner, and there is growing concern about the league. Hey, who is, who's done a worse job for their conference? Larry Scott of the Pac-12 is no longer at, with the Pac-12 because the president and the athletic director is like, we got to get this guy out. Like, we got to do it. Everyone pitch in 20 bucks, and that should get the guy out of the uh, the Pac-12, and it worked. Or Craig Thompson, which I, I think, as, as the quote says, there's been a growing concern of what Craig Thompson's actually capable of doing. That's not good, man. I mean, when do we say enough is enough? Let's get someone who's going to be more proactive, more aggressive, more aware of the situation and reading the room and doing the right thing. I mean, this is this is becoming an issue now. Right. When I first heard the, heard this 
these rumors. Um, but I said it then, and I still believe it now, and this actually backs up my opinion, that if any school leaves the Mountain West to the AAC at this point, it's only because they lack faith in the conference uh, leadership. Yeah. Because the AAC... There's no other reason to leave. But ESPN is going to renegotiate that contract. Exactly. Those schools are not going to get the payouts that they used to be getting. Not even close. And I if, agree. If they if Air Force and Colorado State like don't move, if they stay where they're at, there's a, the Mountain West deal gets renegotiated here in just a few years. Yeah. And the Mountain West deal is going to go up. Yep. So yeah, it the just... only reason to go is either they've getting they've been given a false promise of increased revenue or they just totally lack the faith in the direction that the conf- current conference leadership is taking them. What? Um, I mean, because Air Force is a little bit of an understanding to me because it's a service academy. Navy's a service academy. They go there. You're going to be best friends, hold hands, be neighbors, whatever. It's going to be fun for them. Colorado State is an absolute mind shifter to me. I, it just doesn't make any sense besides maybe financial purposes, which if I'm not mistaken, when I listened to your interview with Ziegler, he brought that up as well, that there was financial concern on Colorado State's end because of the money they had spent on uh, on that beautiful, gorgeous stadium. And so they had to go out there and uh, look for ways to earn some money. And the AAC came calling, and they were happy to accept that. But even so, like as you mentioned, Eric, Two years, and and I love what nine three one zero. By the way, our text line's open for you, four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to be a part of the uh, texters, um, but uh, shoot, now I just saw. Oh, I lost my thought. There we go. And uh, as nine three one zero says, Eric, enjoy the next couple years. The death is the Mountain West, and Aggie Sports is here. How much do you think Colorado State can rely on the AAC financially that they're going to be all right? Which one comes first, the death of the Mountain West or Colorado State realizing that, man, money-wise, this probably wasn't the best thing in the world? Well, look, the AAC must be trying to promise them, look, we're going to some big we're, bucks, we're going to yeah. help you out yeah. here yeah. and I'm we're going to make a, the difference. Because yes, let's let's be honest. The, the current television deal is a richer deal yeah. for schools in the AAC. It's like almost twice as much yeah. as it is in the Mountain West. And for a school riddled with debt in Fort Collins, that's very alluring. But what are you chasing? You're chasing a little bit of extra TV money that's <laughs> going to be offset with extra travel. Yeah, for all your Olympic sports too, by the way. It just, again, financially... It made no sense. Air Force makes sense to me. I understand that. It's a service academy playing with Navy. I get it. Don't disagree with it. Don't blame them. Colorado State is, like I said, it's a mind shifter. It just takes me to a place of like, what in the world were you thinking, AAC? When you looked at the bracket, and now they probably did go after Boise State. They probably asked San Diego State. Boise State looked at their future, said the Big 12 is going to come calling in three to five years, give or take. That's good enough for us. We'll wait it out. Stay in the Mountain West. And then... The the bigger question now for me, Eric, isn't Colorado State and Air Force leaving. The bigger question for me is how does Craig Thompson respond in regards of invitations to other schools coming into this conference? North Texas sounds attractive to me. Actually, it, it really does. I mean, you, beggars can't be choosers in this regard. Kind of take what you think is going to be the prettiest rock. And I, I think North Texas might have some shine to it. 
Gonzaga might be too big of a fish. It's shiny compared to what? Well, I mean, look. I mean, let's be honest. Wouldn't well, what, SMU be the better get? But what if SMU doesn't want to come here? Then we have to settle for something else, and that's where the problem we here do. is. We do. That they should be aggressive and say, look, AAC schools, you're in a period of uncertainty. Uh, your TV deal is not going to be as good as it was. There's stability and strength in the Mountain West. Come be with us. You'll have a better home here with us. Sure. And, and you Instead, can... we're going to go, We're gonna, you know what? I don't think we can get those guys. Let's go down to North Texas. Well, no. I, Let's look, go find Texas State. I, I think there are offers there. I think that the offers have been supplied to SMU, to Tulsa, whoever. And I think those schools are more comfortable where they're at, that they don't want to come to the Mountain West Conference because, Eric, like everybody else who can see through a clear crystal ball, Boise State is leaving to the Big 12. San Diego State just may get that invite. Honestly, they might get an invite to the Big 12. And if they do, then the Mountain West Conference loses a, a lot of muscle. And that's it's not out of the SMU. woods that San Diego State could receive an invite to the Pac-12. That's true. And, and by the way, okay, so they will get one invite one way or another, I think. Pac-12 or Big 12, they'll get an invite. So then you lose Boise State, you lose San Diego State, you lose a whole lot of muscle between those two teams. Why would SMU come here for three years and then see those two teams bolt? What good would it do them? North Texas don't care. North Texas would just love to be a part of the Mountain West Conference with the TV deals that they have. But SMU, part of a big party, doesn't want to just come here and see two big teams bolt. Isn't worth it for them. Well, you could, they could be here and still be a, a potential top tier team. So for them, though, the question is: Do I want to be a top tier team in a conference that just lost its top third, and I can still be where I'm at and be in this conference? I already have my travel figured out. I already know what it's like to be in this conference. <laughs> Or do I go somewhere new and have an opportunity to compete to be at the um, in, a, in a new conference, mm-hmm. in a new opportunity? Again, it's what they're looking for. It's a harder ask for AAC schools, I think, to leave with their current media deal than somebody who's not currently part of the AAC. Yeah. But that's frustrating because it is. the, the Mountain West, like, we're, we're hearing rumors about the AAC is targeting this school. The AAC is targeting that school. They're they're having discussions with these guys. They're having <laughs> meetings with these guys. And all we get out of the Mountain West is two non-statement statements that they issue out of their bunker yeah. where they're, I don't know, holding a blanket and sucking their thumb. Like, we don't know what they're doing. I mean, uh, we hear they're having meetings, but there's nothing to indicate that they're being aggressive. Like, in this time of uncertainty with college realignment, that's an opportune time to go and improve what your currently what your current uh, group looks like add to your roster 5662 dumb move by Colorado State even worse move for Craig Thompson 4086 I doubt Craig Thompson can make any good invitation to anybody now he should have had a plan in place a long time ago he'll be gone soon anyway well maybe he will maybe he won't <laughs> but you've got to be con- I mean I guess there is some concern I'll take North Texas. I'm fine with that. I'd love to get Gonzaga or St. Mary's here, but again, that might be too big of an ask. Gonzaga has it pretty good right now in the WCC. They are the Boise State of the Mount West Conference. They get what they want with the most money. And you can't 
can't, I can't say no to that. 9310, uh, go the extra mile and buy some nice season tickets for the next two years while we still play real teams. <laughs> 930 is already booking out. He's already like, look, ship sinking, my man. Here's the Titanic. Okay, here's a, here's a fair question. This was uh, in reaction to my comments on Twitter earlier today. This is crazy to me. I might be ignorant, but what is so terrible about Craig Thompson? He's a good dude. I'm sure he has great hair. Um, he has nice facial uh, complexion. Strong handshake. Great hand. Oh, very good handshake. His hands are massive, by the way. Uh, really deep, nice reading voice. I like, put you to sleep at night. The guy can't. The guy's not. He's a sitting duck right now. You said it, Eric. The ACC is like the Los Angeles Lakers of the NBA free agency. They're all like, hey, Carmelo, what are you doing? Russell Westbrook, how are you? Damian Lillard, I know you're busy. Donovan Mitchell, look, in five years, you want to play for a championship team? They're just going everywhere, and even to people who they know would say no, they would say no. To teams that they know they had no chance of getting, and they're still asking them. And they've got a loud mouth of a commissioner. I'm going to be very clear on that. He is a very boisterous, vocal dude. He just got an extension. And bingo. Do you know why, Eric? It's because he puts effort into the gig to make sure this conference is getting taken care He's of. He's getting attention on his conference. That is exactly right. On the other hand, Mr. Thompson, who is... We're supposed to have him on our show. I just reached out to Stuart Buchanan. Hopefully, we're getting that set up. Um, Unless he's listening. He's like, I'm not going to talk to those guys. Oh, dude, can you imagine? He's like sitting on the app right now, which, by the way, is totally free on your app store. And uh, he downloaded it and said, I wonder what these guys sound like. And then, and then the first thing you get is from Eric. We don't have a commissioner. Well, here, here I think some of the the issues that have plagued Craig Thompson is that there have been issues with TV contracts. They, the Mountain West has has not had as good a deal as some of the other conferences, a group of five conferences. Um, Boise State and San Diego State left the conference to go to the Big East, and once the Big East collapsed. They had to come back, and they had to do a lot of cajoling to bring them back. And in doing so, angered a lot of other institutions. And the deal that Boise has, that really made a lot of other presidents really upset. Like They get a sweetheart deal that nobody else gets. And they'll say, okay, but we had to to keep Boise State here. And they bring value and eyeballs to the rest of the league, so it's worth it. Uh, in... In different periods, this guy's been here also for like 20 years, more than 20 years. Uh, it's just, I don't know, Aji. It just seems like the the media landscape is changing and evolving, and conference realignment is they're they're not they don't seem to be taking advantage of opportunities. We don't see everything but, going well, on behind see, closed doors. And that's the thing. But we don't. There's nothing to indicate that the Mountain West is aggressively talking to anybody. How do you know? Or trying to pursue but anything. But you don't know that. Can I play a devil's advocate for a sec? You don't know that. You don't know if Craig Thompson's called six other schools and said, look, come be a part of the best G5 conference in the country. Come load up with great football, a great network, which they have. They, now they require three games on the mothership of the of TV and CBS. They re, Now they get games on Fox. They get games on ESPN, you know, CBS Sports. Come be a part of that. How do you know he hasn't called six, seven, eight, nine, ten other schools and said, let's see if we can work something out? We don't. And, 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 and I'm sorry. But what I can tell but, you but, but, is but I you hear all about what the AAC is doing. So they're What are they doing? Campaign? What are they exactly doing, Eric? They got what? They lost Cincinnati, Houston, uh, and Central Florida, and they got Colorado State and Air Force. So what exactly did they do? 
that Craig Thompson hasn't done. Well, they've replaced people that have lost. With trying Colorado to be State and Air Force. Well, we know that they went after Boise State and San Diego State, and too. And what did that turn out to be? Well, at least we know that they were going after them. But, we haven't but, heard anything about what Thompson, the Mountain West is doing. Because maybe Craig Thompson doesn't want to go out there and just show his cards and be like, yeah, we've asked this team and this team and this team and this team and this team, and just be like, oh, well, they all said no. He can't control their answer. He can only persuade them to come be a part of the conference. Boise State and San Diego State said no to the AAC. And he's like, well, I'm not going to show my cards. Look, I just want to show you what we get out of it. And if we do ask 20 teams and three of them say yes, we'll take three out of the 20. We don't know who that's going to be. I just, I, I think we're being a little bit too harsh on Craig. Though I, I do understand the anger towards it because it's like, man, how are we strategically planning to expand? Because the, there's a major difference between the words strategically and aggressively. True. One's aggressive, one's strategic, one's aggressive and got two schools. One of them's a crap school. The other one is strategically, and we don't know what that's going to be yet. Courtesy, again, of Mark Ziegler, uh, we know that athletic directors have been meeting, and then school presidents met just the tail end of this last week. So there have been discussions in the Mountain West within the last seven to ten days. Now, how much of that is just trying to circle the wagons around Air Force and Colorado State and Boise and San Diego State and just say, hey, stay put, we'll be fine? And how much of that is these are the schools we're targeting and this is our action plan to get schools to come join us? We don't know those things. Yeah, we don't. 0005 texts in and says, does this hurt our ability to recruit to play in the Mountain West. I don't think it does. Like, losing Colorado State and Air Force doesn't really hurt us. I, I mean, you still got one of the best G5 conferences in the country. I mean, you lose the entire television market of Colorado, and that does kind of suck. It I mean, does. That's a decent television market. I don't know that Utah, gets a, Utah State gets a lot of recruiting out of Colorado, but... Colorado's a fine state um, and uh, with a lot of eyeballs. You get marijuana or whatever, right, for free. I mean, you don't get in trouble for Just it. because Utah it's State wonderful. adds North, or excuse me, if the Mountain West adds North Texas, doesn't necessarily mean they get the entire Dallas Fort Worth market. No. There's but, like four other schools and a lot of professional well then, stuff there. Okay, well, then take that same thesis and put it into Colorado. Just because you have Colorado State and Air Force doesn't mean you get an entire Colorado TV market. You get a small bit of it. Colorado's over there. You got two there. schools that are part of the pie out of three. Well, yeah, one of them, again, one of them's a service academy. The other one's bankrupt. So I don't know what you're really getting out of it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I love Colorado. I've been to Colorado a few times now, and it's beautiful, and I love it over there. But I don't feel like it's a huge loss to lose Colorado State and Air Force. I think it's a bigger loss on their part to leave the Mountain West Conference. I think we're going to turn around and rebound nicely here. I think we get a chance with North Texas. I think we get a – again, that's pure speculation, Eric. I think we get a chance with maybe UTSA. Um, again, I don't know what other teams are shooting for. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what they're, who they're asking or who they've already spoke with. UT San Antonio is receiving votes. Yeah. I watched their game against Memphis the other day because I thought, hey, here's two teams that potentially could be targets for an expansion. And uh, that was actually a pretty fun football game. Not a lot of fans in the stands, but um, it was in Memphis. Yeah. Uh, Memphis, great basketball school. Oh, man. Penny Hardaway over there. Football success, too. UT San Antonio, no real basketball no. culture. 
So beautiful facilities, though. Holy but, smokes! Yeah, it's got great facilities. That's an untapped media market. Nine three one zero. I hope you guys ask the hard questions to Craig Thompson. We will. Yeah, he, he, we will. If we get him on, we'll get him. Certainly helped. Yeah, we're getting him. I ain't, I ain't letting. I ain't letting them off the hook on that one. Five six six two. Eric uh, says, like Eric likes to say, Craig Thompson has been castrated. What the world? Well, I prefer to say the AAC has been neutered, but. The same. I time. just think those are both horrible, by the way. <laughs> Therefore, we get two no comment comments. If he takes action, making it to the public or making it public so the rest of the conference doesn't leave as quick as they can, USU, I'd say, is screwed in three to five years. It could look like the old whack. Yep. After Nevada and Boise State uh, went to the Mountain West, uh, and it was Utah State and Texas State, and UT San Antonio, and North Texas, uh, a lot of other schools that nobody around here knew or recognized. How long were we in the WAC for with with that watered-down version? Do you know? Because uh, they went from the Sun Belt to the WAC, which was great for basketball early on, and then Nevada and Boise left. Um, and then it was not good. It was only, I want to say, three or four years. Okay. Um, four zero eight six. What about Rice, North Texas, UTEP, and UTSA? If CSU and AFA leave, uh, I'm also thinking North Dakota. Yeah, people need to quit thinking North Dakota State. Just that's that's anybody not who's in the lower division. That's not just happening. Disqualify to, yeah, them right now. Exactly. North Dakota State has a really really good over there with in the FCS level. They aren't budging. They are very very happy where they're at, and they've made comment on that, and they. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Weber State, Sam Houston, and I think State, Weber State's okay I mean, with where they're at. Whomever too. you can think of that plays in the FCS, disqualify yep. them right now. Yep, absolutely. They, the Mountain West, will not, and I'll be honest, should not consider them for expansion. Yeah, because they want to go to proven products that are already competing at the level. They don't want to have somebody that comes in and doesn't have the facilities or the fan base or the the TV eyeballs. So they, they're going to be more interested in, in proven, already established products, which is why UTSA <coughs> is still not really a great option because no. they, they haven't been at this level for very long. Nope, but they have beautiful facilities. They have a ton of money. They're doing, uh, I mean, they're doing a lot of good things so far, so... Wouldn't sell them out yet. <laughs> Four zero x eight six. Okay, Hillcrest Elementary. Sweet, got them. They'll move it up. They'll the take right the money path. happily. Yeah. Yep, happily. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, they said it's supposed to be announced maybe by the end of next week. Is that what that report said, Eric? Okay. Yeah. I'm again. This is from Matt Norlander, who reports for CBS Sports, and uh, he confirmed there was some some talk earlier in the day. Brett McMurphy on a podcast. He was. Uh, involved with indicated that within the next week to week and a half uh, that Colorado State and Air Force could receive an invitation and decide to go. But here's what Matt Norlander said was reporting earlier today. He says, I can confirm the Brett McMurphy reporting that Colorado State and Air Force are heavily involved in talks to leave the Mountain West, join the AAC. Brett reporting it's likely next week. And a source tells CBS, getting closer, not across the line yet. Clear desire for the AAC to add more than two. Sources say, what are you listening to over there? Sorry. 
Sources say there's disagreement over whether those schools leaving for the AAC is ultimately a good move. can also report that San Diego State and Boise State were heavily courted by the AAC, but balked understanding is Boise is waiting and hoping for an eventual invite from the Big 12. And then he uh, finishes it saying, Mountain West source to CBS, biggest problem right now is no one has any faith in Craig Thompson as commissioner, and there is growing concern about the league. So it may just come down to that, just that Colorado State and Air Force, they just they lack the faith in the Mountain West to make the right decisions for the health of the conference moving forward. And despite the extra travel cost and the inconvenience of uh, moving conferences and abandoning a long tradition that they've had, uh, are going to go somewhere where they feel stable and where there is stability. Yeah, the the question, and that's the that's such a key word in all this. Eric is stability. Which one's more stable? Which one can hold more? Right. Um, and I don't. I mean, there's no way that Boise looks at a Mountain West conference and says that's more attractive than the Big 12. But can the Mountain West conference attract other teams that are Power 5-like and attract them, that that teams that are Power 5-like but not in the Power 5, and attract them to come to the Mountain West conference? And that usually leans on the part of, are they stable enough to be able to hold them? The other thought is, uh, if the Mountain West starts to crumble, does Boise State just go independent? Now, BYU kind of leaves a hole, and they, just, they follow the, the BYU model until they uh, they get that invitation from the Big 12. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Man, you have to ask Jeremiah Dickey about that one. <laughs> well, that's a good thought. 7994, how about the AAC and the Mountain West combined to make the America West Conference? Uh, you'd go from sea to shining sea with that one. And do you know what? I'd actually be okay with that. I really would. I'd be okay with that. It's like the old whack when they had 16 teams. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a little bit more powerful, dude. SMU, Tulsa, like that's, that's an okay conference to me. Or does the Mountain West just say, you know what? We're going to be okay with 10 football schools and nine uh, basketball schools. We don't have to divide the pie uh, anymore. It's a greater apportionment to each school and each institution. Um, and when the right school presents the right opportunity to expand, then we'll take advantage of it. But as every other conference expands and gets bigger and healthier and uh, better media deals, I just don't see that that's the right play yeah. for the Mountain West. All right, so more on this. Uh, continue to get your thoughts about it uh, and other things going on in sports. We've got our stat that blew our minds today, our player of the week. Um, NBA teams reported uh, yesterday, and some of I think a few still discussing with media today, as uh, camps are getting underway in the NBA. We've had some really interesting comments in some of these uh, media uh, oh, availabilities. We're all over the place, man. Uh, within the first uh, 24 hours so we'll share some of the more interesting comments that were that uh, that we heard, um, and uh, continue also to get you ready for Utah State and BYU. Big showdown on Friday on Merlin Olson Field. More from what the coaches and the players have to say about it. So it's all coming up here on the Full Court Press.
Bob here. Blessed with two children. Girls soccer and football are the sports of choice. Oh, the fun. On a scale of 1 to 10 in the accident potential category, I'm a solid 12. Sure, I've got medical insurance, but what about the co-pays and deductibles? That's big money. The Bullock Agency, through an amazing supplemental accident program, pays me directly with every accident. Cash in my account. Who gets paid? Bob. Bob gets paid. Let the games begin. Go to thebullockagency.com for details. The Bullock Agency, your partner when benefits matter most. What is love? Love is what we live for. Love is timeless, never-ending. Love is when you say your name with hers and it has that special ring to it. At Jarek's Fine Jewelry, we know what love is. Our fine collection of engagement rings feature a variety of diamonds and colorful styles. And if you can't find your perfect ring, Jarek's Fine Jewelry will help custom design one that is the perfect fit. When it's love, it's Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Hi, I'm Kathy with Daryl's Appliance. I'm your luxury brand sales associate in Logan, Utah. This is Dory. She is from Roth in Salt Lake City. So at Roth Living, we have a variety of products that will help you to select your luxury appliances and a full line of Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Co. We have select products that will help you start the process of selecting your beautiful kitchen. And then you are welcome to come down to the Roth showroom. And then we work with Kathy to help you finish your selection for your luxury kitchen. Friday night, it's the Aggies and BYU. Rivalry games are the best. Show your Aggie support by wearing Aggie apparel from Locker 42. The best dressed Aggie fans shop Locker 42's big selection of Aggie golf shirts and t-shirts. With cool temperatures Friday night, you'll stay warm and look good in a Locker 42 Aggie jacket or Aggie hoodie. Locker 42 has a big selection of Aggie hats. It's the place true Aggies buy their gear. Locker 42 shop either location, 1430 North Main next to Little Caesars, and the flagship store at 36 South Main. Locker 42. Colonel. Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, AFC West foes collide in Kansas City as Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs take on Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action. Which one of these dynamic quarterbacks can lead their team to a bounce-back win? It's the Chiefs and the Chargers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Yeah, I watched it from there. Some big guys over there, and they play. They play hard. It's a very, it's a very good team. But I know we can come out. We can compete. And we can we can come out and play our best ball. I still feel like out of the four games we have played as a whole team, we still haven't played our best game yet as a as a whole team. So this would be the perfect game to come out and have a great performance. <coughs> Excuse me, right as I'm ready to talk, I breathe in the. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, that's y'all. Patrick Joyner Jr. 
Talking about uh, getting ready for BYU, and uh, this Aggie team feels like they haven't played their best game yet. They're ready to, uh, to to improve upon what they've done, and they've got a really bad taste in their mouth. They want to get out, dude. Yeah, they're uh, which one? Aggies or Cougars? Cougars are undefeated, so no, dude. They they're they're not happy right now either. I, it seems like Kalani Sataki ripped into them about their performance in the second half. And they're not totally entirely satisfied with what's going on either in their locker room. They feel like they need to be better. Um, so if there's any thought of that BYU is over or uh, yeah BYU is overlooking the Aggies, stop it. Uh, this that team will be ready to go. Aggies know they're gonna have a fight on their hands. It's not gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a brawl. Two teams don't like each other. Not a lot of love lost in between the two teams for the old will, the old wagon wheel. Um, and I you know I, I just I want to see this team come in. Focused and ready to go. No mental mistakes, Eric. No fielding punts on the one-yard line. No dropping footballs. Don't overshoot your receivers by five yards. Uh, wrap up, tackle. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, really, dude, Eric, and I think we talked about this yesterday, Boise didn't beat the Aggies. The Aggies beat themselves in that game. They made a lot of mistakes. Just weird mistakes, man. Can be easily fixed. Um, hey, a few ticks, uh, ticks, <laughs> a few texts came through, Eric, uh, five, two, four, two, NBA finals prediction, who wins and how many games? Brooklyn in six over, over Golden State. It won't be Brooklyn. It'll be Brooklyn. They won't have their full complement of players for much of the season. If even in the postseason, they'll have everybody. Oh, what you have a crystal ball in your hand? Tyrie you that, Irving won't be able to play in in uh, games see, played in New oh, York. That, see, that's okay. That's the other thing is like when the playoffs come, and he can't play. It's gonna be weird, man. It's gonna be kind of an awkward conversation to have. Uh, we'll have more on that coming up here in a little bit. But uh, um, there's a couple of NBA players, like good NBA players, who may not be able to play in their home arenas. All right. Well, who do you think's in the finals and how many games? Um, I think it'll be the Utah Jazz against the Milwaukee Bucks. By the way, did you see some of the uh, Jazz stuff, like their colors? We're getting, uh, I think we're getting a whole, uh, we're getting our hair did. Yeah. Jazz are moving. It's fun while it lasted. So the Mountain West Conference is getting neutered, as Eric likes to say. And so are the Jazz colors. That's great. <laughs> okay. I've not seen any Jazz colors. Thing. I've <laughs> followed. I know that the practice arena was getting a new uh, black and white color scheme. but Yeah. Oh, let's see here. Who else texted? 9315. Oh, am I allowed to read that text or no? Uh, no. Okay. The last one? No, the first one. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Did you, I guess you made an announcement? Yeah. Have you not been on, you haven't been on the tweeter today? No, I've been showing the intern around all afternoon. Well, I would have showed the intern, but he doesn't like me. I don't know why. I love Ben. You don't even say his name right. Oh, okay. You know what? You guys sit there and make fun of me for 10 minutes, and I take it like a man. I call him Ben, and you guys are like, oh, my gosh. Um, 
Yeah. Well, you are a man, and he's okay. A, he's a high school okay. kid. Okay, I'm 35, and I'm a man. <laughs> uh, yes, nine three one five piranhas. I think texted in too. Um, I will be the new Utah State women's basketball play-by-play voice for radio. I have learned a lot of great things from uh, some of the color analysts um, and from Dallin, and so I'm stoked about it. So, yes, uh, let's see. So does that mean we get more of AJ and Eric on the – okay, so that's why you guys are excited. Most likely. You're not excited for me. You're excited to have AJ back. That's great. That's nice of you all. That's cute. Great. Good for you guys. I hope you're all happy. I hope you're all happy. Uh, but thank you. I appreciate it. Look forward to it. Um, I'm gonna you're right. A- that does that probably does mean in basketball season, you, AJ will have a diminished role. You you know what? You're going to hear a lot of yummy from me. I'm going to use the word yummy. You know, like Mike Breen's got bang. You know, uh, Marv Albert's got yes. Uh, me, it's going to be yummy. I used it in high school, and at first, they weren't too thrilled about it. But as we got through the season, they loved it. It was crazy. It just takes a week to get through, and you love it. <laughs> you say so. 2776, congrats, AJ. It looks like I'm going to be going through a lot more women's basketball games. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. And go support uh, the women's basketball. Um, oh, crap. Eric, I forgot to tell you. We have an interview on Thursday set up. Oh, I'll tell you on Thursday. Wait, no, I mean I'll tell you today, but it's for Thursday. That way I don't won't accidentally. You'll tell me like right before it starts. No, no, I swear I won't. Uh, that way I won't. I see two seven seven six. That way I won't accidentally hear you on the radio. <laughs> all right, all right. You all calm down. You all calm down. I'm excited. I really am. I and by the way, thanks for letting me do that, Eric. Appreciate you guys. I'll uh, still be available as much as possible can for the full court press i love it um i love the show i love working with eric and uh and aj i guess more eric definitely you know his sassiness his big green eyes i miss them all i don't have green eyes <laughs> hey I, uh you're gonna let people know what uh, i finally paid up on my pick six oh oh deficiencies from last week you want me to give you credit for finally giving me my gift i was supposed to get a week ago that's what you're asking yeah i felt bad okay that i was late you won on the tiebreaker last (laughs) week you're like totally killed me this week i'm like you know what i'm like hey aj deserves something special women's play-by-play you're like all right well he's gonna have a more diminished role and then you're like hey you should tell everybody what i got you for pick six for a week ago that's that's how it's gonna be huh that's 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 how it's gonna be, huh? Yeah, he gave me a case of the sour bread, and the uh, old the old uh, was it sour dough. It it smelled sour. I don't know if that stuff is expired, but the old cinnamon bread looks good. I am cinnamon really bummed out, bread. and I know I wish you would have went to the other location instead and tried harder. But I wish I would have got some pumpkin chocolate chip. For the record, I went to both locations. You did specifically for that, and it wasn't available at Dude, either one. Godspeed. I am I am grateful you did that. It's a Hot item. It must be. Gosh dang it. I was actually looking forward to that too. Microwaving it. Oh, man. Now I'm kind of disappointed you got me that. Throwing some butter on there, watching it melt. Stop it, dude. 4086. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Okay, see, everyone's thrilled that I got the job because I won't be here anymore. 
That's a bummer. See, Piranhas was supportive. Why can't you people like be like Piranhas? Or uh, what was it? 5662. I love 5662. He said, um, let's see, Eric, do you feel cooler now that you work with the new woman's play-by-play guy? Congrats on the new gig, Aj. Thank you, 5662. Eric, you could learn something from these wonderful people. They're gracious. They're nice. They're graceful. Uh, to the answer to the question, uh, no. <laughs> I, I don't feel any different today than I uh, did earlier. 4086 says congrats. Thank you. Eric says you have a diminished role. That's great. That's kind of you. Well, if you're not around, you're not around. I you know, when I on my on my grave, when I die, it's going to say he has a diminished role. <laughs> Eric Franson. <laughs> It has nothing to do with his size. <laughs> what the <laughs> fetch is your problem? You moldy corn dog. Grow up. <laughs> Yo. We gotta take a timeout. Yeah, we do need we to take, take a time. Time. I ain't done we with need you to reset. yet. <laughs> we got the stat that blew our minds. I got a stat that blew your mind. Player of the week coming up next on the full court two. press. Getting engaged? For more than a century, SC Needham Jewelers has been selling diamond engagement rings. Known for our quality and impeccable service, you'll enjoy a relaxed and comfortable atmosphere. Choose from an expansive collection of natural and lab-grown diamonds. You'll find a beautiful diamond at an affordable price. Then we can mount it in her favorite ring. You'll get SC Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. <laughs> Whatever your laughing style is, it's no joke that laughter is the best medicine and a great stress reliever. Comedy Night at the Riverwoods is coming and you don't want to miss it. Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com. We dare you to try not to smile or laugh out loud as you enjoy funny stories and comedic entertainment from four professional comics. It's Comedy Night at the Riverwoods, Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Reserve your seats now at eventbrite.com. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's Pac-12 North action as the Stanford Cardinal hosts the third-ranked Oregon Ducks. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Chad Brown and me for all the action as Anthony Brown and the explosive Ducks look to remain undefeated against Tanner McKee and the Cardinal. It's Oregon and Stanford. If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday afternoon at 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. 2776. Might be a short run if you're using yummy a lot, describing the game of a bunch of young co-eds. 5242. Mm. Saying yummy at college collegiate women's game night raised my eyebrows. Do you just randomly throw it out as they're running up and down the court? Okay, so you help me, listeners. Like, what should my three-point call be? Because I'm saving warm biscuits, fresh butter for a, a really cool play or like a game winner. Okay. 
Warm biscuits, fresh butter. That's my like really cool slash game winner. Ooh, ooh. Call. I know. I what? know. What? Boom goes the Don't, dynamite. Dude. Don't do that. I just thought of it. <laughs> that sounds cool, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be like on a call and be like, she shoots the ball and makes it. And then we're gonna go silent for like a whole entire possession, come back, and they lead it. Uh and then and, and they lead it in the game. Oh man. And boom went the dynamite. And boom went the di- dude. I can't. I can't do that, that with a straight face. On that pass. Should I use saucy? Can I say saucy? Three ball, left corner pocket, saucy. See? I don't know. Give me some tips, listeners. What are you? I got to I mean, like, Mike Breen's got it. Oh, jinxy. Uh, oh, jinx. Yes. So anytime they hit a three, I go, meow. Yes. Actually, that may not go so well, huh? Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> cat call. Caddy, cat call. <laughs> uh, let's see. Or oh, Bazinga. Let's see. 4086 says she shoots the three. Bazinga. Ooh, Bazinga could be good. Bazinga. Wait, what? What's Bazinga from, by the way? Because nine three one five and four zero eight six both said that. What? 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 <laughs> is there something I'm missing there? Bazinga. I, you know what? That might be good. Or do I just say cheese or nutritious? Nutritious? Yeah. Right. That's healthy. It it's non sexually oriented. I mean, it's great. Nutritious. For three, nutritious. I mean that just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just how disgusting to fear your face is. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. We need to move this along. It's good, giggity giggity. <laughs> yes. All right. Which one are we doing first? The stat. That's well, what we're. we're that's I, the bed. I was, I was actually kind of focusing on my calls. You so weren't I'm paying sorry. attention. Thinking about yourself over there. Oh, someone seems like they're a little sour fancy grapes. Fancy, uh, inappropriate, gender inappropriate okay. catchphrases. Okay. Don't you dare <laughs> add that. Don't you dare. <laughs> For three, gender inappropriate <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> Cash Valley Daily front story the next day. <laughs> play by play voice gets fired. Written by Eric Franson in the most just mean way. He didn't have much of a career anyways, but <laughs> diminished role. Diminished <laughs> press. Okay. He now finds himself a mess working at a gas station somewhere. It's that that blew my mind. Okay, go ahead. This was I don't know if much of this is a stat as much as it is a cool story. Something that hasn't happened in my lifetime. Okay. Wow. Okay. And you're old. Uh, yeah. Bradley Zimmer homered off of his older brother Kyle yesterday. Now, it's it's not the only time that's happened. It's happened. That was the fourth time that it's happened since 1900. But it is the first time since 1976 that a player has homered off of his brother. Oh, that was kind of cool. I love it. Hey, uh, 
this this St. Louis Cardinals team has been playing out of their minds and oh, finding ways yeah. to win that is just yes, unreal. Uh, the the Redbirds, Eric, are the fourth uh, fourth team in MLB expansion era. That's since '61 to win 16 games in a row within a single season. They sit behind the 2002 uh, Athletics, who won 20 straight, and the 17 Indians, who won 22 straight. Six short of it. Have they they played all yet lately? Uh, they played in the last couple of days. Have they? Are they still winning? I didn't even looked. I'm not a Cardinals what? fan. I hate the Cardinals, and that's why I haven't looked. <laughs> um, I. It's a good question. <laughs> we'll uh, uh, have we'll have to find that out because shortly. we are not prepared like we should be. Oh, there we are, right there. Yes, they well, they haven't lost. They haven't played since that uh, yeah. since they won 16. Dude, do you think they get to 20? Can you imagine that finishing the end of your regular season? It's all about getting like hot that? at the right time, Eric. It's all it is, dude. And this is, I think this is their second like double-digit winning streak. I had, they had another one. Yeah, they got Milwaukee and three. St- Boy, this series versus Milwaukee now is Ooh. massive, Eric. Yeah. And then they got your lowly, we don't want to play any baseball anymore, Chicago Cubs coming up to the end of the uh, season. Cubs have lost six in a row. Okay, we weren't asking about the Cubs, though. But you brought them up. I, well, yeah, and you, you took that to. opportunity, didn't you, Eric? You had to. You took that opportunity. Uh, kind of an honorable mention. Uh, Ken? I, I don't know how many times it's – I haven't seen the, the details on this, uh, how many other times this has happened, but four walk-off field goals oh, man. on Sunday. <clears throat> I mean, that's got to be up there. That's a, that's super impressive. Yeah. And one of those for – what was it, 66? Yeah, don't. that's my player of the week. Don't do it. see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game, your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. There's a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. Okay, so who's your Player of the Week, Andre? Um, Justin Tucker. Dude, you boot one from 66. Eric, from 66. I don't care if you had the crossbar to help him. 66 for the win. That, that is, was incredible. That is such a Detroit Lions way to lose a football game. <laughs> I feel bad for those guys. I really do. I feel bad for them to lose it that way. But 66 yards, Eric. And it's not like he took like four extra steps because you only have so much time. So you get your normal steps in, and then you just got to kick it as hard as it's you possibly can. It's like doing can. a kickoff. I think that's, that's what he said. Yeah. I just approached it like trying to do a kickoff. And still... Keeping it in line. In, oh, dude. On target. Because yeah, when it hit the crossbar, it hit away. the middle of the crossbar. Had enough the, the proper spin on it dude, to carry that's it incredible. through. I think he did it on purpose. He's like, I'm going to use a crossbar to get this one in. <laughs> Every inch available. Dude, Justin freaking Tucker for the win. Uh, it may be kind of cheating, but I have to go with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, just Good call. that, that Good call. fourth quarter drive, 35 seconds left, no, no timeouts. Time Incredible. Hey, uh, he's, he's, uh, that's nine primetime starts that he has won. Uh, it's tied for the second longest streak in, in a row. Uh, that's tied for the second longest streak for a starting quarterback over the last 10 seasons. Ben Roethlisberger has 10. Wow. He's going to get there, too. Dude, and what were the 49ers doing playing prevent defense the whole time? Like, get up. Go play. Go go after him. Like They played such soft coverage. He's just like... 
all right, all right. Well, there's 10 yards of open free space right there. I'll and you take know it. he's going to throw it to Adams. Yeah, exactly, dude. There was nobody Who else, else is he's he going throw to throw it to. Exactly. That's so spot on. 4086 uh, with helping out in my play-by-play stuff. The ball slips out of her hands like a stick of butter. Yeah, I like that. I could use that. Stick of butter. Another quick timeout here and some additional thoughts. Getting ready for next hour. Continue to get Utah State and boy uh, BYU. Great googly moogly. Big matchup coming up on Friday. Stick around. In this competitive job market, TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to 17 to 2070 per hour, depending on position and shift, plus a $2,000 retention bonus after 180 days of employment. That's right, a $2,000 bonus. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for day, swing, overnight, and weekend shifts. Open positions include production associates, machine operators, maintenance technicians, technical positions, wastewater treatment technicians, manufacturing planners, and accounting. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to learn more about our open positions. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. After six months of employment, you're eligible for tuition reimbursement for full and part-time employees. You're also eligible immediately for health insurance, 401k, paid life, and short-term disability, plus quarterly and annual bonuses and much more. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to apply. An equal opportunity employer. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our train pros service your vehicle. Valvoline and Oil Change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, you know this. We know this. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. The best parts, the best service. Uh, If you need a new battery or new wiper blades, pull into any of the five locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores from Preston to Providence. Not only take uh, make sure that you get the right battery or the right uh, wiper blades for your vehicle, they'll even help you install it. So if you need other work done, they can recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technician. Napa Auto Parts sponsors the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment coming up here in just a moment. Uh, but, Ajay, the, again, just to recap, the big news of the day, a report from CBS Sports that um, the Colorado State and Air Force are in deep discussions with the AAC. An announcement could be made as early as next week, but it is not a done deal just yet. Uh, No comment or word from the Mountain West Conference on this or any other schools they may or may not be targeting. Uh, Utah State uh, basketball will be starting camp soon. Utah State women's basketball is starting camp uh, this week. Yep. Uh, they start today. Uh, Utah Jazz had their media day. Men start tomorrow. Yesterday and uh, start their training camp here very soon. And with the NBA, um, first media availability since the end of the regular season, and some guys had some really weird <laughs> things to say. <laughs> Welcome back to media day. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> we'll hear some of those comments coming up next hour and really how that might affect who is or isn't available to play in any given game. Um, and uh, certainly take a look at the Utah Jazz as they get ready 
to uh, do better than what they did last year. Not just a regular season champ, but uh, have more than just that. So stick around this coming up next hour. We also have comments from Coach Blake Anderson uh, and Kalani Sataki about this rivalry between Utah State and BYU and who thinks it is and who thinks it isn't a rivalry. There's some debate on that among some of the players. Yes, there is. We'll hear about that coming up next you hour as well. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We knew the Dallas Cowboys offense was going to be pretty good this year. With QB Dak Prescott healthy, they've shown that they can put up points in a hurry. The questions were always on defense. Despite having big names, they were terrible last season. Last night, the defense was at least a co-star in that 20-point win over the Eagles. They had two interceptions, including a pick six, and harassed Philly quarterback Jalen Hurts all night long. New defensive coordinator Dan Quinn appears to be getting through to his players. The offense also outstanding, but we expect that. For now, the Cowboys can legitimately claim to play complimentary football. It might have helped that the Eagles appear to be a rebuilding team, even if they won't admit it. Seems like a long time ago, but Prescott was 13-3 as a rookie. It felt like Dallas was headed towards being a contender. That was 2016. Now the legion of Cowboys fans have to hope that they're headed in the right direction and can finally live up to the hype that always surrounds this team. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Hey, Dan Patrick here. You've heard me talking about Get Upside on the show, the free app that pays you up to 25 cents cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I've got a special offer for my listeners. Right now, when you use the promo code FOOTBALL, you'll receive a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents per gallon cash back. So do the math. Let's say you have an SUV or a truck, standard 20-gallon tank, promo code FOOTBALL. That earns you $10. That's 10 extra dollars in your pocket just for buying gas, something you have to buy anyway, basically free money. Stop overpaying for gas and start earning cash back with GetUpside. It's the easiest decision you'll make all day. Download GetUpside in the App Store or Google Play and start earning cash back just for buying gas. And remember, use that promo code FOOTBALL. You'll get the bonus $0.25 cents per gallon cash back. That's promo code FOOTBALL. Good luck. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASC certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. This is Ryan at My Mattress. A few nights ago, my wife Amy and I were at a movie in Lewiston. It was late, so when we got out, we drove around a little bit. What did we notice? Every light in Lewiston was on. Nobody was sleeping very well. The next day, I checked my computer at My Mattress to see how many people in Lewiston were sleeping on an IntelliBed. The answer I found? Not many. Lewiston, I thought we had this figured out. If you want to sleep soundly, you got to buy an IntelliBed. Only at My Mattress. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Sports. And here's what you need to know. Get things cracking first in Major League Baseball. One game in the books already. Mets in a doubleheader beat the Marlins in game one, 5-2. Right now taking place in Pittsburgh, Pirates 3-0 over the Chicago Cubs. Some bad news for the San Francisco Giants. They've lost first baseman Brandon Belt for at least a time. 
Final week of the regular season, he is out. The broken bone in his hand. They'll continue to x-ray him and see how he recovers along the way. Meanwhile, switching gears to the National Football League, the Detroit Lions have released linebacker Jamie Collins. Cardinals have sent quarterback Quentin Dunbar to the practice squad. College ranks, Notre Dame and BYU have agreed to play next year in the Shamrock Series. It'll take place in Las Vegas. And the game will also be telecast on NBC. For all the last are available online, FoxSportsRadio.com. UFC fighter John Jones allegedly punched a woman, pulled her hair, and also headbutted a police car last Friday when he was arrested. I'm David Gascon. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Hello, America. Some uh, big things happening. Well, some reports of big things that may be happening as soon as next week. Again, it's just reports. But um, Matt Norlander, who reports for uh, CBS Sports Network, uh, he's a senior writer and college hoops analyst, uh, has uh, been... Following the talk of the discussion about uh, the American Athletic Conference trying to poach schools out of the Mountain West to, to join their ranks after they lost three schools to the Big 12. And today, it first was reported by Brett McMurphy in a podcast that Boise, excuse me, that Colorado State and Air Force could be leaving to the AAC and making an announcement as soon as tomorrow. Uh, and then uh, Matt Norlander with CBS does did his own digging on this and had the following uh, report on social media earlier today on Twitter. says, I can confirm the Brett McMurphy reporting and that Colorado State and Air Force are heavily involved in talks to leave the Mountain West, join the AAC. Brett reporting it's, quote, likely next week, close quote. Source tells CBS, quote, Getting closer, not across the line yet. Close quote. Clear desire for the AAC to add more than two. So, this is me reading between the lines. There may be some hesitancy to sign the dotted line until they know what other schools may be willing to join, Makes leave sense. their current affiliation. But Matt Norlander continues saying sources say there's disagreement over whether those schools leaving for the AAC is ultimately a good move can also report that San Diego State and Boise State were heavily courted by the AAC, but balked. Understanding is Boise is waiting and hoping for an eventual invite from the Big 12. And then finally, Mountain West source to CBS, quote, The biggest problem right now is no one has any faith in Craig Thompson as commissioner, and there is growing concern about the league. Close quote. Oh, boy. Those are strong words. Yeah, that, yeah, you're telling me five eight seven nine. If you guys want to text into our show, you're always welcome. Welcome to be a part of it. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text in. Love to hear from you. Five eight seven nine. Text in. 
Uh, Mount West Conference is sleep at the freaking will. Uh, 9315 asking about what about Liberty to the Mount West for football? I'm not Liberty sold. Liberty is so far yeah, away. Yeah, I'm not sold on having that team from New York over here. Are they in New York? No, 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 I no, no. I'm like thinking of somebody else. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 2603, Air Force and Colorado State, bad move in my opinion. What does the Mountain West bring in to replace them? Would USU be a thought for the AAC? USU is no thought for the AAC. Zero. No. Zilch. They're not a thought for them. And in regards to bringing in a replacement, you know, uh, in the previous hour, Eric, we were talking about teams that could come in. I think North Texas could be one of those teams. Um, I, you know, Texas area, you get your footprint in there. They're a decent program. They got a football and basketball program. And then the other team, I, I know it doesn't sound as sexy, but maybe U, UTSA, nice facilities, good financial, you know, they got great campus. I think maybe that's a team you look at. They're getting votes in the AP 25, if I'm not mistaken, in football, Eric. UTSA? Yeah. Uh, was it the a- uh, coaches or the AP? It might be the coaches it's poll, actually. Yeah one of them yeah so they're getting votes right now i'd be okay with you know those two schools if possible look uh the thing with ut san antonio north texas is that well it, it's it serves multiple purposes it gets you into texas which is a hotbed of talent and it's a growing state there's a lot of eyeballs there they love the the, the sport of football um san antonio is would instantly be one of the larger media markets in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, Those are both uh, athletic departments that are making commitments, financial commitments to their coaches and to their facilities. So I don't think they would be happy to make the move to the Mountain West that has more name recognition and more established schools and and, uh, certainly more television opportunities. Oh, yeah, a lot more television opportunities. I think they'd walk here if they could. I mean, they'd take a dead sprint to get over here. In a, in a heartbeat. I think both those schools would. So, uh, UTSA is receiving votes in both polls, by the way. Oh, okay. Four in the AP and 11 in the coaches. Good. Good. Glad that's the case. But, um, look, the in my opinion, the smart move, the logical move, is for Colorado State and Air Force to stay in the Mountain West. It is. Them trying to chase a few dollars that the AAC may throw in their face won't be worth the extra expense with that uh, conference that is a wide geographic uh, footprint. But why do you get. You still have to buy plane tickets and send your women's volleyball team and softball team and soccer and all over the place. You still have to pay that. And it's. It's going to be way more expensive. Those are longer flights, longer trips, more time away than what you'd have in the Mountain West. When some of the schools that you've, you you play are a bus ride away. Get on a bus and just go up the road to play Wyoming. Charter down to Air Force. Why are you so hurt that they're leaving? Why are you so I just, offended? I'm not hurt. I, I'm not offended. I just think it's stupid. I mean, you're right. <laughs> it, well, it is. Um but I think Air Force goes again because of the service academy relationship they have with uh, with what's their bucket Navy. Um, Carl State's a head scratcher to me, uh, honestly. To, to, to heaven, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. But like, look, if they want to go, don't let you don't let the door hit you on the way out. We'll find somebody else, and we'll be just fine here. I think we're gonna be okay. I, I'm not overly surprised that Colorado State's a target. They do have a big, uh, they have one of the biggest revenues 
uh, in uh, for athletic department revenues as anybody in the Mountain West, even more than Boise State. Yeah. Um, uh, they're in a they're just outside the Denver media market. Easy to get to. Um, so, do they have a lot of football tradition? Uh, I mean, they're not. They're rarely a really bad team. They're always a decent team. Do they have a lot of basketball tradition? They've had some times when they've been in the NCAA tournament. So, it's a solid team. I think Colorado State makes more sense than Air Force does. To be well, and then the yeah, like financial wise too. By the way, six eight four three text in. Give the exit fee from CSU and Air Force to Memphis and SMU towards their exit fee from the AC, AAC and bring them on board. I'd love that. I'd love that. By the way, the AAC exit fee. I think it's twenty million. If I'm not mistaken, to leave. Oof. I believe it's twenty million. I need to look that up for sure. Uh, but if that's the case, that is a lot hard of dough. to pull anybody out of. That it will, thing. it will. But I'm if not you, sure the Mountain West is in a financial position to do well, that. if you can take those exit fees and just pitch it into that, and then say, hey, you pay off the, you know, whatever it is, eight nine million you can pay, then we're set. But um, yeah. See, now we're both trying to find out what is the exit fees for. <laughs> I'm looking a- for the Mountain AC. West. All right, so for the exit fee. AAC members are required to give a 27-month exit notice and pay $10 million penalty. That's the AAC exit fee. Well, then, yeah, let's just take our exit fees that we get from Mountain West Air Force had and ship a vote them over. raising their exit fee to $10 million. This was back in 2016. So, pretty similar. So it used to be five, and then they raised it to ten. When the Big West, or when the Big Twelve was considering expansion back then, back in 2016, and they were courting a couple different schools, including BYU back then, um, and then the Mountain West took another look at it and decided to uh, up the ante. Big the Big Twelve can help a, a group of five school with its exit fee. The Mountain West will have a harder time helping the school with their exit fee, especially from the AAC. I don't know if the Sun Belt has one. I don't know if Conference USA has one. I kind of doubt they'll probably be as high as they are in the Mountain West and uh, and in the American Athletic. But, um, yeah. Um well, I guess the the Sun Belt, it used to be two and a half million, and then they raised it to uh, actually it's a little bit more aggressive, up to about twelve to fifteen million. Hmm. Whew. Twelve to fifteen million is that what you said? Sorry, hang on, I got to look it over again. <laughs> no, it's twelve to fifteen months notice. It's a. Uh, Yeah, it was raised in this is in 2015 it got raised to 2.5 million. If less than 12 to 15 months, if you give more than 15 months it's only 2 million. 2603 why does Craig Thompson suck so bad? And for the record, Americans suck at driving roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> 2197 text into the show. Uh really good point here Eric. Let Air Force go do Let Air Force go. Do they really bring anything to the con- to the conference? 
besides terrible net rankings and unnecessary leg injuries. And if CSU is that stupid, bye-bye. Add you at North Texas, good TV and recruiting area, and good basketball and average football, and UTSA, huge TV market and great location to visit. I've actually been told that, too. I heard UTSA is beautiful. I've never been there. I've just heard about it. I've heard San Antonio is a beautiful city. Um, I know it's, uh, UTSA, do they play in the indoor arena? Uh-huh. They're in San Antonio? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I don't know what their basketball facilities are like. Me neither. I don't remember. No idea. Well, the other thing here to consider, if if Colorado State and Air Force do leave, that leaves 10 football-playing schools. How does that affect scheduling? Do you still have a West Division and a Mountain Division? Yeah, it depends. Because the Mountain Division just got two schools taken out of it. Yeah, and they're both out of the same division, too. You go five and five? Uh, I don't know if five and five is worth it, though. Did you have uh, UNLV join the Mountain Division? I think you're right. I think maybe you eliminate the divisions as a whole and just say, here you go. For top two teams, go. I mean, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't play every school. No. No. You'd, would, still ha- would, you'd probably still have an eight-game conference schedule, so there's a couple of schools you wouldn't play, but you're just going to rotate them? Just on a rotating basis? Would you go to nine if you eliminated the divisions? And then you only have one team that you don't? Well, I guess you would play every team. Um, man, I think the Mountain West needs to have that extra game non-conference. Whether it's to play a P5 school for a paycheck or to show that, hey, it's a good conference or play a lower division school. 9310, what are the odds we end up in the same conference of Colorado State and Air Force in five to seven years? Oh, boy, the way this thing is going, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. The way this thing is going, that wouldn't surprise me in the least bit. 2197, Mountain West Conference needs to replace departing teams for long-term security. It's only a matter of time before Boise State and maybe San Diego State leave. We should add, while we are above the other G5 leagues. I agree. I go get four. And maybe of those four, one of them is a selected basketball team. Namely, Gonzaga. (laughs) Or Wichita. Hopefully, Gonzaga. Gonzaga might be too big to, of a fish to bring over, though. Well, I, I love the talk about bringing in uh, a Gonzaga, bringing in a, a Wichita State, which certainly is lesser degree than what Gonzaga. Oh would yeah, be. sure. Those those help, but in the grand scheme of things, it those don't move the needle like football does. Gonzaga moves the needle. Wichita State does not. Gonzaga moves the needle. They're a, that's a household name in the country in basketball. You put them and San Diego State in the same room, that is pretty sweet. Uh, losing Colorado State, if we're talking basketball. Yep. Uh, let's see. They, in the net rankings last year, they were 63. Uh, and uh, Air Force, oh, way below that. Uh, they were three twenty four. Holy cow! So, <laughs> losing Air Force doesn't doesn't hurt you. <laughs> oh my gosh! It actually helps you, uh, Eric. While you're there, two one nine seven wants to know what was UNT's net last year. If you could look that up for That's us, good question. That'd be interesting. I'd actually be kind of surprised. I'm gonna guess it's in the uh, hundreds. North Texas, yeah, fifty five. 
I'll take it. Colorado State was 63, as I mentioned. So North Texas is wow. an upgrade. Utah State was a 47. What was UTSA, can I ask? Cause I'm 161. Okay, so they're a little bit down. Okay. Yeah. 2197. Were, uh, Boom! Their record was 11 and 11 last year. North Texas would be a great get. Then we could beat the crap out of them after North all the years. Texas was a tournament team. To us, yeah. uh, was it last year or the year before? No, it was, two, it was well, three years ago because in 2020 we didn't have a tournament. Uh, that's true. So it would be three years ago. Um. Yeah, and I just I just want to whip up on North Texas for all the years they beat the crap out of us. They own that Sun Belt for so long. Oh, I, I hated those games. Me too. Like This is Me the too. team the Aggies should be owning, and North Texas would just run it and run it and run it, and Utah State couldn't stomp them. Uh, things have changed since then. But, um, it, look. The thing that is uh, on my mind more is just how this affects scheduling now. Now I can't get that out of my head. Like, do you just do a, a realignment of divisions and have two five-team divisions for football? And you still play teams from the other division. You still play eight conference games. You do a little bit of a realignment, but you still have opportunities to play uh, more non-conference games. Or do you say, we're going to eliminate divisions, we'll play a nine-game schedule, everybody plays everybody. The top two teams play for championship. Although, aren't the NCAA rules, aren't they that you have to have, uh, well, I guess the Big 12 didn't have 12 teams. I thought you had to have two divisions and have uh, six in order to have uh, a championship game, but maybe No, do you? Is there, ooh. Because the Big 12 only had 10 teams. 10 teams, right? But they still had a conference championship game. And I think they were required to, to be part of that national playoff conference or national like championship conversation, too. Because that was like the big hit on the Big 12 at one point where they didn't have a conference championship and they got left out of it and they were upset. 2603, bringing Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Wichita State, North Texas, and UTSA. 12 football and 16 basketball. Wait, check that. 15 basketball and 12 football. I'm okay with that. You're like, look, if you can get Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Wichita State, and San Diego State in the same basketball room, San Diego State's going nowhere. They're staying right where they're at. Oh, Nevada, too. Yeah, Nevada is, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. And as, as crazy as this sounds, maybe Boise State has that little bit of, like, hey, maybe it's not so bad here. Like, we are the cream of the crop in football. Um... By the way, UTSA, they do play football in the Alamo Dome. 65,000 people. That's great. Jeez, Moise. That's to be the biggest arena in the mountain. I'd West. love to go there. Oh, that'd be awesome. Basketball, they play in the Convocation Center, 2,650. But hey, can I ask? Very you, different story. What if I'm dreaming too big? Like, what if Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and Wichita State don't want to come play basketball here? A, that sucks because that would, I mean, that's so much attraction. Oh, that'd be beautiful. But is North Texas and UTSA enough? Do you need to add on more? For football? For, for all members? For all members? All sports? I, does North Texas and UTSA cut it for you? Uh, I don't think they, were, they don't put the Mountain West on a similar field where they were with, with Colorado State mm-hmm. and Air Force. Really? No. Air Force is a na- has a national brand. I mean, they're Air Force. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Uh, veterans all over the country. Air Force bases all over the country. 
So Air Force is a national draw. Colorado State, I mean, yeah, they've got a little more history, more name recognition. But I do I do think they get rid of the divisions. I think they just ax them. Just go in kind of a different route. What would you prefer? Maybe I'll throw that out there uh, in the yeah, text line. Please. Would you rather uh, eliminate divisions, you have a nine-game conference schedule, or do you still keep divisions, but you'd have to get one from the West Division to come over to the Mountain Division? That would It'd have to be either UNLV or Nevada. They're geographically closest. That's tough. And I would probably say UNLV makes a little more sense. I do, too. 2197. No, let's see. Yeah, 2197. Big 10 used to only have 10 teams and only play eight league games. Nine conference games is too many. No divisions and nine game schedule, he says. Or sorry, no divisions, no nine game schedule. 9310 says get rid of the divisions as well. So then you See, would just. The Pac 12 plays a nine game schedule and they've. Well, other power conferences only do eight. And there's some problem with the Pac 12 being able to schedule other power five games on your schedule you, you, you limit your opportunity to play another quality game when you do a nine game conference schedule interesting hey can i ask maybe and, and i don't understand it why is nine and, and and 2197 i'm asking this not out of being an arrogant egotistical jerk i really am sincerely curious but why is nine conference games too many why is that bad uh, so in my opinion, and this is what the Pac-12 has been wrestling with, and they're debating whether they should go to an eight-game conference schedule. You only have 12 games to play. And if, I mean, two-thirds of those, more than two-thirds of those are all tied up in conference, it doesn't give you opportunities to play and schedule other other teams. If you're playing an eight-game conference schedule, you can go out and play some other interesting opponents that can either help you financially or to get more recognized for national rankings and more premier bowl opportunities and to really have a, a more interest in what's going on with your football team. If you're lim- if you're going to nine conference games, you limit what are the teams that. you can even play cuz you're probably going to have one group of five or game. lower bowl, lower tier team. You might have a rival that's nearby of a, of a power five or another group of five team and then what else? You got one other game you can put on your schedule, a money game. Yeah, that's so what you really limit your opportunities. 2197 nearly echoes you, Eric. You risk playing only five home games. Also, we play a money game in BYU every year that leaves only one additional game. Hey, how long does that BYU contract go through? And what are the chances? Good question. And what are the chances that they say, you know, we're going to buy out the contract so we can play other premier Power 5 teams? That they're going to eliminate Utah State off the schedule. I don't know if that's possible or if they can do that. But I would imagine with the money they got and the ego they have that they might say, hey, it's been fun, it's been real, thanks, but we're done. Uh, 9310 text in, we need a variety in scheduling. An FCS school, rivalry, big money game, ideally another winnable game like M or New Mexico State. FCS school, rivalry, big money game. So if you get one cupcake, one big money game, and then I don't know about the rivalry school. Maybe it's Weber State in football or in basketball too. Uh, according to FBS schedules, uh, which this 
from what I remember, this lines up from what I re- could recall. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Utah State and BYU are, are scheduled through 2025, uh, 2026. Oh, me. so for a while. Okay. Because if it was 25, I think they'd buy it out and say thanks, but no thanks. Uh, but I agree. There's great risk of that game and that the rivalry continuing now that uh, BYU is going to be in the Big 12. Because they're going to be they're going to put some requirements on them. But you still need to play some other P5 teams in your non-conference schedule. One of them is going to be Utah. Um, do they play some Big Ten teams now? Do they play some SEC teams Interesting. now? Because the Big 12 is going to want them to play other Power 5 schools. Which, I mean, they, they're they doing that now. They've played three Pac-12 teams already. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, they, I could see that now they're part of a Big 12 that may put that, um, that long-standing uh, conference rivalry at risk. So, and then 2197. We saw what happened with Utah. Yeah, def- yeah and that was pretty quick, too. 2197, BYU will have to drop us or Boise State. I don't see them dropping Boise State either. Especially if that team's a potential Big 12 team. They're going to keep them on that schedule happily. And I'm sure Boise State's going to have mutual feelings in that regard. The I'm curious now. BYU has a an even longer deal with Boise State. They have games scheduled with Boise State through 2034. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> chew on that. 2034. Is that what you just said? 2034. Oh, goodness gracious. They Ooh. have a deal with the Aggies through 2026, and they have a deal with the Broncos through 2034. So they're not dropping Boise State anytime soon. No. They'll definitely. It would probably be us. That sucks. You lose two of your biggest rivals because they're. Moving on to a prettier date, it's kind of a bummer. If we're <laughs> if we're being honest, shoot. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line, uh, again reports that the uh, Colorado State and Air Force could be deciding to go to the American Athletic Conference as early as next week. Nothing signed yet. Uh, Reading between the lines here, I think those schools are likely looking at what are the other schools that the AAC are adding. If they're adding secondary or even tertiary schools just to fill holes, they may not feel like it's really worth it for them to go and may decide to still stand pat in the Mountain West. But Matt Norlander reporting that, uh, quote, the biggest problem right now is no one has any faith in Craig Thompson as commissioner and there was growing concern about the league, close quote. Hey, really quickly, 5879 brings up a great point. Hasn't Pac-12 always had the problem that their conference is really good, so they end up beating each other up and not looking the best overall? We need to keep our schedule more open. How do you do that, though? Is that possible? I mean, to not, like, lock down? Yeah. I mean, you certainly run that risk if you're a deep, good conference. You're just beating each other up. And everybody has to play nine conference games, and you leave one open to go play a Northern Illinois or a Fresno State or San Diego State, uh, a good group of five teams or another Pac-12 team. So I, I think an eight-conference schedule, eight-game conference schedule is better. 
Um, but I don't know. We'll have to see how that affects the Mountain West if it has uh, it does in fact happen. And do the Mount, does the Mountain West decide if this does hold true? Does they do they decide to stay with uh, where they're at? Ten football playing schools, nine other institutions, and just uh, everybody gets a greater piece of the pie. Or do they go out and try to replace them with somebody else? I think they should go try to <laughs> yeah, find other I was gonna teams. Say, I'd go for the health of the league because yeah. they're they're probably going to be poached again. Yeah, this may not be it. And UNLV could be one of those teams, by the way. I know they suck at football, but boy, the money, the market, everything that stadium screams, come get me. Yes, it's look. Their stadium before was not great, and it was hard to get to. Yeah. Now they're right on the strip. <laughs> Beautiful football stadium. You're going to have a lot more people, a lot yeah. more visitors wanting to come yeah. follow their team. Yeah. The, the the visiting team may have more people there than the home team. Yeah. I'd agree. And uh, who wouldn't want to have that in their conference? I <laughs> know, right? Especially late in the year. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we can continue to weigh in on that. Uh, NBA players reporting to camp. Some interesting comments, especially regarding the vaccine course uh and differing points of view on that we'll get into that utah jazz reported yesterday um and uh also we'll get more comments from coach blake anderson and kalani sataki about this rivalry which uh who knows may not go much beyond 2026 yeah who knows yeah with utah state and byu but they do play each other this friday so we'll continue to get ready for that matchup coming up on the full court press This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. Ahoy, me hearties! Do you have pirate blood in your veins? Are you a scallywag on the hunt for gold? Adventure awaits the brave of heart at Halloween on the high seas at Roveland Living Planet Aquarium. Explore the seaside carnival. Find a shipwreck and lost treasure. And discover sea creatures from the deep. Get your tickets today at thelivingplanet.com slash Halloween. Hi, this is Brent Wallace with Cache Valley Bank. We love supporting local events like the Cache Valley Parade of Homes happening September 30th through October 9th. As you tour these beautiful homes, we invite you to visit our recently renovated Cache Valley Bank branches. Show your parade ticket and receive a complimentary sampler box of Bluebird chocolates. Visit one of our seven locations from Smithfield to Hiram, including our mortgage office. Stop by during the Parade of Homes, meet our staff, and pick up your free chocolates. Cache Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's Pac-12 North action as the Stanford Cardinal hosts the third-ranked Oregon Ducks. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Chad Brown and me for all the action as Anthony Brown and the explosive Ducks look to remain undefeated against Tanner McKee and the Cardinal. It's Oregon and Stanford. If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday afternoon at 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, I still need a three-point call. What am I going to use when I when a, a gal hits a three? I already told you what you should say. When someone hits a three, you just yell out, non-gender-specific catchphrase. <laughs> you really want me to get fired, don't you? Okay. <laughs> First, like, and his role is going to diminish. Now you're all like, you should say something really stupid so you so they think you suck. What? That keeps you That's safe. That's nice of you. That keeps you safe. Really, really supportive of you. <laughs> I'm you watching out for you. Safe? Never mind about said it. Nope. Nope. Going to be good. Uh, so if you're curious, what is what is Boise State? What do they? What do the folks up in Boise feel about the news today? Uh, Mike Prater, he's, uh, he does radio and he follows the Broncos a Yeah, lot. he's really good. Yeah. If Colorado State and Air Force leave the Mountain West for the AAC, league doesn't lose anything, in my opinion. Calhoun has questioned the Air Force-Mountain West, quote, match. Who wants to play Air Force in football anyway? What does Colorado State contribute to anything? Can't imagine TV contract changes much, if at all. And, and then he follows by saying, stay at 10, ditch divisions, make sure Boise State, San Diego State, Fresno, and Nevada play every year. Makes the league better can't say that I totally disagree with him on some of those notes. Okay, explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old. Well, basically, the, the point about divisions is um, y- your, your top teams would play each other more often. If you abandon divisions, your top teams are always going to play each other. Yeah. No matter what, whether they're your place or theirs, they yeah. will always play each other. Because sometimes in divisions, like there could be teams, like Utah State doesn't have to play San Diego State, Fresno State or Nevada. <laughs> right now, those are some really good schools uh, on the other side that USU just doesn't have to face. And there are times when, um, for the health of the league, for the attention and the uh, notoriety, it's, it's better that the best teams face each other because you get the best teams clashing. It's better for TV viewers and attention and hype for the conference as a whole. And I... Keeping it 10, uh, each team gets a bigger slice of the pie. Yeah, I get that, but I don't think that's a long-term solution. It won't be a long-term solution. Because you're likely going to get poached again. They they have to grab more, more schools. Are you surprised it's only Colorado State and Air Force are going after right now? Maybe it's all that they could afford. Like, honestly, maybe, and I don't know this for sure, pure speculation, but maybe the teams that they are leaving, they're taking those exit fees, and that's all they could afford to get Colorado State and Air Force to come over. Which is crazy, because that, that's got to cost a lot of money then to get out of this conference. Yeah, uh, I don't know. 
We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, there may be more developments over the near future. Uh, we are hoping to get uh, Conference Commissioner Craig Thompson on yep. this program. We've We're, made uh, a few requests, and uh, we heard that he would be available sometime this, this week. week. Yep. So I've uh, reached out to him again and nailed down. we'll follow up. He was out of town last week, all last week, so I'll follow up here and we'll get him locked in and uh, get him on a show and we'll we'll quiz him ourselves. Okay, so um, let me get your opinions on this, Ajay, because you've been listening to this, you've been following this. Utah State, BYU. It's a rivalry. It's been going on for a very long time. It's become more balanced. It was very one-sided for a very long time. But it's been more balanced for the last 10 years. But some people don't see it as a rivalry. They refuse to admit it. Um, look, I'm I'm not going to be one of those guys that tries to throw it in your face and say, accept it as a rivalry because it should be a rivalry, whatever. I'm just going off of the history and what's happened and when the significance of it. I guess you can have your own opinion or not. Uh, Derek Wright... Um, he thinks it's a rivalry. He weighed in on it. Yeah, this one means a lot to me. I know quite a few guys on their team. I was recruited a little bit by them. So this one, this one does mean a lot. Importantly, we just got to make sure that we get better from last week. Still a long season. I still think that, you know, our, our chances in the Mountain West are, are good. You know, looking at this game with what's in front of us, you know, it's going to be a it's going to be a good, good atmosphere here in Logan. In-state rival, top 15 team. They're going to be energized. We're going to be energized. It's going to be a fun time. Okay. Patrick Joyner Jr. on the rivalry. I heard a lot about it, you know, um, saying that, uh, you know, BYU comes to town. Everybody's just... I was only excited about them and not Utah State. But, you know, being a part of Utah State and, and knowing that that's our rivalry now is just trying to get people to, like, be here for us, like, give them a reason to be here for us instead of BYU. And then uh, the BYU perspective. This is from uh, uh, Pau. Yeah. On, uh, is, it a, is it a rivalry? What his thoughts on the rivalry with Utah State? A rival, I guess, to BYU fans that I've never seen. Utah State as a rival. I know that we there's the wagon wheel and stuff, but I've only played them once. I didn't play them the, the last time that we won it because I was suspended. So, I mean, I just see them as another team. Um, we saw Utah as another team, so that's what we're going to do it as. He doesn't feel that it's uh, much of a rival. Yeah, but you got to look. Okay. But he wasn't really yeah, looking at it from his angle. Because when, when I saw the quote first, I was like, yo, squeeze me, dude. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm serious. I was kind of missed by it. Is that your new three-point phrase? Okay, dude. Okay, no. I told you. It's yummy as of right now until someone gives you something better. Uh, was this was it Baylor Romney? Yeah. Uh, he he addressed the, the rivalry. Um, a little bit for sure. I mean, they are a rival. Um, we want to go in there to their to their home field and get a win. Um, but in the end, it's just another game. You know, it's it's just another. We look at games one week at a time, and this is the game that we have next. And so, really, it should be treated as any other game should be. I'm not too hurt by his words. It's the next player who says something that really miss me. Uh. Which one was? Oh, Summers. Yes, Gilbert Summers, yes. I believe. Sorry, it took me. A Listen to this. I do consider them a rival, but I think more than anything, Utah State is just another team to play. I feel like uh, oftentimes 
there's people who really dislike us and to us they're just another team and i feel like utah state is a is a good example of that of course we're going to come out and, and come play to win but i feel like um to us it's just a game we're just ready to play another game so we dislike you and we hate you and we're a rival but that's but that's not a rival to you like that doesn't make i just I get it. Like you're the, the series same. is pretty balanced you, for the last ten years. Well, is it balanced the last ten years, Eric? BYU is six. Has one six. Utah State is one four. Okay, and that's in the last ten years. It's in the last ten years. Last ten meetings. I yeah. should say. Okay. Last and year doesn't count. Last twenty years, they kicked our butts. They owned us, right? They took Riley Nielsen from us, and they used him to beat us at our place. Like, um, it is a rivalry. It's an in-state rivalry. I don't care what BYU says. They're 13th ranked in the country. Good for them. They're very high on themselves. Good for them. Happy for them. Uh, Kalani Sitaki keeps it really, he, he keeps it in check about what this game actually means. Um, he, yeah, he's, 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 he's classy about it. He's a little bit more subtle about things. Um, it's, and it is, it's about, I mean, cause look, if BYU's going to say, well, it's not a rival, but then if, you know, if they're to win the game, they're taking a dead sprint over to the wagon wheel and they're, they're celebrating and they're cheering and they're thrilled or crying. It's a trophy game. Yeah. You know, those are exciting games. I love trophy games. Yeah, me too. So it's a rival. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, BYU. <laughs> and here's what uh, Kalani Sataki said. about This is a really good answer, specific. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have the wagon wheel here. I don't know if we got the beehive boot or anything like that, but we're gonna go play the game. That wagon wheel's heavy, man. I'm not I'm not really but at least you can roll it. But I don't know. I just wanna get the guys to play the game and right now I'm focused on them being assignment sound rather than than worrying about what trophy we get after. Well, somebody's going home with it. Yep. Or keeping it. Yep. As it is. And so um it's been it has been uh, here in Logan. Uh, about as much as it's been in Provo the yeah. last 10 uh, meetings of these two schools. So what happens on Friday? We'll continue to break it down throughout the week. Uh, quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. A few more comments from coaches and players about this uh, matchup and about the wagon wheel. Uh, but also some interesting comments. That's to say uh, it's really nice use of the term interesting. Uh, about uh, from the NBA players, uh, specifically one who just <sighs> – Continues to blow my mind. He, as you said, Ajay, he's a PR nightmare. Uh, <laughs> as NBA players reported to camp, and uh, some of them having to answer questions they've been reticent to answer uh, for several months, but they were forced to be in front of reporters and uh, be subjected to a barrage of questions. We'll get into that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. In this competitive job market, TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to 17 to 2070 per hour, depending on position and shift, plus a $2,000 retention bonus after 180 days of employment. That's right, a $2,000 bonus. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for day, swing, overnight, and weekend shifts. Open positions include production associates, machine operators, maintenance technicians, technical positions, wastewater treatment technicians, manufacturing planners and accounting. 
Go to careers.ttmtech.com to learn more about our open positions. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. After six months of employment, you're eligible for tuition reimbursement for full and part-time employees. You're also eligible immediately for health insurance, 401k, paid life and short-term disability, plus quarterly and annual bonuses and much more. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to apply. An equal opportunity employer. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, AFC West foes collide in Kansas City as Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs take on Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action. Which one of these dynamic quarterbacks can lead their team to a bounce-back win? It's the Chiefs and the Chargers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Hey, I wanted to get back to some of the comments from the coaches and the players about this game coming up, and certainly we'll get more into it tomorrow as part of our opposition research. Uh, but uh, Blake Anderson uh, talking a little bit about the, uh, the the rivalry. We're using that term because look, it a, has a long tradition between these two schools. It's been pretty evenly matched the last 10 uh, meetings between these two schools. Uh, and um, there's a, a lot of pride on the line within the in-state. It's, it's another in-state team. Um, so we're going to continue to talk about it as as a rival. Um, and we want to continue to get your thoughts and uh, have you weigh in on this. 435-339-0321 to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, this uh, coming from 5180. All of this discussion about conference politics makes a recent loss to Boise State loom really large. One game, but we were on national TV. It looked awful. Plus, it didn't make the Mountain West Conference look great either. Uh, you're not entirely wrong there. Utah State had an opportunity to show that look, they're a solid team that, that can compete on national television and be exciting, uh, and um, it just didn't happen um, at a time when the Mountain West needed to show strength and stability and look where this conference is headed and look what its members look like. Uh, Aggies did struggle in that one. But, again, it is just one game. And when these people are looking at the things, they're not just going to examine an entire team or a conference by uh, one single game and its performance. Uh, 5879 weighing in. Typical YBU arrogance. Their fan base thinks they're above us, so they don't think it's a rivalry, even though it's an in-state game. Sheesh, a lot of folks in Cache Valley view this as the most important game of the year. Uh, look, this game has been sold out for weeks. The Boise State game never sold out. 
a donor had to come in or, or somebody had to come in and, and buy a thousand tickets and hand them physically hand them out in schools and that still didn't get the, the game sold out against a conference rival on CBS. So yes, it's true. The the BYU game has a greater weight in a lot of people's minds around here. And that's really unfortunate in my opinion. Because this game, while there's maybe some pride on the line, it doesn't mean nearly as much as playing Boise State and how that affects your conference and your opportunity to win a conference championship and to uh, to uh, to go to the right kind of a bowl game. So, anyway. Uh, what about Blake Anderson, though? What does he think about the rivalry? He's new to all of this. This is a guy that spent his time in the South he doesn't have a lot of experiences against BYU, but certainly he's getting caught up fast. Well, I've been everybody that I've met since I moved to town has made it really clear to me how much they this rivalry means to them, and this is one we got to win and need to win. I, I get all that. I love college ball for rivalry's sake. Uh, I've been a part of some good rivalries in the past. Uh, I'll learn more and more about this one, and not to say that it's not a huge. Uh, rivalry and not to say that it's not something that is important but to me right now the most important thing is the attitude and the mindset of our football team moving forward uh, and and making sure that we're in the right spot and and we can't be nearly as focused on BYU as we can at us getting better there's a lot of good football ahead of this team Uh, I don't want to let one game that we play poorly derail that Uh, I want to focus on us now I want to beat BYU as bad as anybody in Cash Valley, uh, but but for probably even different reasons. This is just happens to be the next opportunity for our team to show what we're capable of, and we didn't do that Saturday, and hopefully Friday night we will look like the team that we are we're really capable to be. Um, so I mean, you're kind of caught in the middle. Uh, you cannot get so caught up in the uh, rivalry aspect and who we're playing aspect that you lose sight of we got to improve and we got to improve this week. Uh, at that point, then we'll start worrying about who and where and how many years and all that stuff, if that makes sense. Uh, again, there's Blake Anderson weighing in on the uh, the rivalry with the in-state school. Uh, 9315 weighing in. If YBU was not our rivals, then why does my sister that went to the wrong school text me at the start of every game, go Cougars? Surely lets me know when they beat us, go Hackies. <laughs> yes, a rivalry. I love being a USU alumni, so yes, we have lots of rivalries. Uh, I think that some people get lost in this notion that you only have one rival. Uh, That BYU only has one rival and that's the University of Utah. I think that schools can have multiple rivalries. I think you have some that can take on a different life than than others but uh, certainly there is a rivalry there that exists. No love lost between Utah State and BYU. And uh, Utah State has some conference rivals, for sure. Um, but uh, anyway, it, I think it's going to be an interesting showdown. How well does Utah State correct those very fixable issues from Saturday against Boise State to take on a very formidable BYU uh, top 15 team in the country? A quick step aside, when we come back, we'll shift our gears, talk a little bit about the NBA. Some interesting comments throughout the NBA yesterday uh, in relation to uh, being vaccinated. Uh, and uh, also, all of this vaccination talk has clearly overshadowed one of the other big, big storylines, with Ben Simmons not reporting 
to uh, the Philadelphia 76ers as they were, uh, their official data report was yesterday as well. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, it helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Friday night, it's the Aggies and BYU. Rivalry games are the best. Show your Aggie support by wearing Aggie apparel from Locker 42. The best dressed Aggie fans shop Locker 42's big selection of Aggie golf shirts and t-shirts. With cool temperatures Friday night, you'll stay warm and look good in a Locker 42 Aggie jacket or Aggie hoodie. Locker 42 has a big selection of Aggie hats. It's the place true Aggies buy their gear. Locker 42 shop either location, 1430 North Main next to Little Caesars and the flagship store. 36 South Main. Locker 42. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Honestly, I I, I would probably say um, I'm disappointed. Uh, that's Joel Embiid about uh, not seeing Ben Simmons report to camp and everything that's gone on in this offseason for the Philadelphia 76ers. That should be a big story right there in and of itself, but it's been overshadowed with some other really <laughs> crazy things that have been said um, throughout the NBA uh, uh, in regards to players and uh, vaccine requirements. Some of them are... Uh, the it's a uh, it's a government requirement based on how many people in a confined space in a closed arena uh, with large gatherings. There's a requirement there. Other teams and ownership has said we're taking the mantle. We are making it a requirement of all of our employees, whether you're on the court or in the stands working concessions, we require that you be vaccinated. Uh, but uh, probably foremost in the bizarre category was uh, Kyrie Irving and his Zoom teleconference, which he wasn't at team facilities yesterday because he isn't vaccinated, and uh, there's a requirement in the state of New York that if you were going to attend uh, with some of the other circumstances, he would have had to have been vaccinated. And this is what he had to say. I think we put too much trust in doctors and medical staff. We're all people. I've done my own research and come to my made my own personal decisions. Uh, I support my teammates. We've been provided with natural remedies and cures on this earth for thousands of years. I've had a hard time believing 12 years of medical school is enough to fully grasp that. I think we've become narrow-minded into these imperfect sciences, close quote. 12 years of medical school is enough to fully grasp that? Look, this is a guy, I mean, this smacks of such hypocrisy. I mean, this guy has benefited from advancements of medical advancements and medical science Personally, with all these different surgeries he's had and treatments that he's had, and he's going to knock medical science that it doesn't know what it's doing? And this is a guy, and he's not the only one. There are numerous players in the NBA who refuse to get vaccinated. And some of them, look, if you're, you have natural antibodies, I don't think that there should be a requirement that you get vaccinated. I think that there's science that indicates that, that uh, it, 
it, it's not quite as a, it doesn't make that much of a difference. But um, it doesn't, it's also science has shown that the vaccine is, is healthy and it certainly helps people. But uh, there's, there's situations where these guys can't play for their own team in their own arena if they're not vaccinated. Certainly, we still have about a month and a half to get this resolved, less than a month and a half for some of these guys. But could there be cases where Andrew Wiggins doesn't play home games at Golden State? Other games, there's situations where Kyrie Irving doesn't play when they're in at, in Brooklyn, in the state of New York, and in New York City. There could be situations where some of these guys only play half the season and only when their team's on the road. They may only play a third of their season because they go into other arenas that do have vaccination requirements. So it, it's what's silly is just some of the things that they're saying and how they're saying it. Uh, and certainly it's not resolved and it's still going to take a little while before we know how this is all going to go down. Uh, but in his presser, I think he's he invoked privacy at least 10 to 12 times. So we'll see how it all plays out. Have a great night, everybody. We'll have more on this coming up tomorrow here in the Full Court Press.